You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Special guests and off topics in this segment, anything goes. You're listening to 3 p.m. Welcome to the 3 a.m. podcast. My name is DJ. My name is Charlie. My name is Sean. And today you're listening to the 3 p.m. episode where anything goes, whereas typically we tell scary jokes and funny stories. (laughs) Uh, Today we have the lovely Kat Carranza. Mm-hmm. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes, Carranza. Did. I don't think I've ever said your, your last name. <laughs> Kat Carranza. What's up? Nothing much. Yeah? <laughs> it's been a little bit of a long time coming. I've wanted you to come on for a while. I know very little about your background, but just enough where I was like, one, this girl's cool. I want to be friends with her. <laughs> Two, she listens and she tells uh, she listens to the podcast and tells me she has scary stories. And three, your family, uh, your first generation American, second. Uh, I think that considered me first, right? Yeah, both my yeah. parents were born in Costa Rica, so yeah. I guess that considered oh. me first. Dude, yeah. would not have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. okay. Everybody says that. Okay. So. <laughs> so I like. Obviously, if you're a long-time listener, we're always interested in hearing about the backgrounds of people, especially if they're from different countries. So I knew you could bring some of that. And maybe surprise us with other things that we don't know yet. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you doing? Um, uh, well. Where are you from? Yeah. Well, I'm from California. I'm not from here. So I'm from Simi Valley. Um, oh. Don't say the real bros of Simi Valley. I was going to say. <laughs> I've seen a Everybody's show. like, oh, do you know that? I'm like, yeah. oh, I know. I know. That's I'm hilarious. not going to lie, though. How accurate is it? Oh, depends on what side of cb but it you're on but there. it is yeah uh-huh. I th- he knew what he was doing and i was yeah. like i hate this that's so but it's funny. yeah you love it and you hate it so oh yeah it's so funny <laughs> but i'm like with it. <laughs> so that's a youtube series on youtube if you're wondering but yeah go watch it <laughs> <laughs> that's cat's childhood <laughs> no <laughs> um but yeah so i'm from there um i moved out here three years ago so i've been out here since I came for school, but then I kind of dropped out because I was like, I took a break. I'm still in a break because I don't know what I want to do still. So, like, before it was, like, photojournalism, but then I think more leaning towards music kind of stuff. So, yeah. Oh. So, I'm out here doing just no working. So, yeah, kind of boring, I guess. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so. are you, wait, so are you hoping – you said you're still on break, so you're hoping to go back soon. At some point, and maybe it won't even, like, if I move out of state, wherever, like, anything. I don't care if it's, like, online or a different college. Just something until I figure out what I want to do. Just because, like, I don't want to pay money for something and then be like, wait, I don't want to do this. You know? Right, yeah. So, but. I feel like that's way more common. Like, the need to have it all figured out is kind of not there anymore. People are like, okay, like. You can take a minute to figure out what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're sitting with three college dropouts. Yeah. <laughs> so you're amongst friends. You're in the hell of a We're on a break too. It's been You've a long break. break for yeah. Eight years. Yeah. I love that. Hilarity. Dope. But it's yeah. That I feel like it's really shifted too. You don't know. 
whatever. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. go into a massive amount of debt to, to, to yeah. not know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't. Or, Come on. Yeah. Or end up in a place that you didn't ever want to be, mm. you know? Never want to work somewhere and be like, I don't like this anymore. You mm. know, like you want to pursue something that you actually enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. But then I realized I was like, wow, this isn't something I actually mm-hmm. want to do work-wise. Yeah. Mm. Like it's just, I don't know. You have to deal with people and you're like, eh, Isn't that so. weird? That's kind of a new concept is uh, like work being something you want Fulfilled. to do. Because like 15 years ago, it was like, I'm – Work is work, and I should hate it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, That's like, just slowly people have been like, wait a minute. We can like <laughs> <Wait a> work? <laughs> yeah. Should I hate, like, 70% of my life? Or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Only enjoy the last 20 years of it if I make it that far? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's a crazy shift. Have you, uh, do you, have you heard anything about anti-work or the anti-work movement? I don't think I have. What is that? That's something that I'm interested. Now. I know Charles and I have been really into. I don't know how much you've been into it. It's a rabbit hole, dog. <laughs> I kind of. Uh, it's a it's a vacuum for me because a lot of the ideals from anti work, I've already like felt before like learning about the movement. Explain itself. real quick. It's a subreddit on Reddit, so okay. it's a community of people who are sharing their opinions on the current work situation in America and other like countries and how it's like other countries, I don't know, other countries do it really well. Other countries do it way worse. And so it's like talking about, and there's just a culture of work in America that is just like the momentum of all these years. And now Mm. they're like, okay, let's change it. Right. The whole goal, if you could boil it down simply into one sentence is, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that pretty much that heavy find side. like a healthy balance find healthy balance i guess yeah find healthy balance and create a work try to like create a workplace culture that gives to you as much as you give to the company mm-hmm. okay so yeah a lot of it comes from people's bad experiences working for big corporations getting screwed over whether it's working on holidays or not getting a pay raise after so many years and there's one being treated unfairly just got posted this lady's 24 single mom massive snowstorm but her boss texted her and was like come in and she's like dude the roads are not good i'm staying home and he's like absolutely come in she died on the way to work holy frick and that's dude. sort of just oh. to like show it's like there was the, on. the amazon workers oh, or oh kentucky. yeah or kentucky <gasps> And there was like the the hurricane, and they were like tornado. dude or tornado. We <laughs> we need to come back. Like the sirens are going. They're like that's just a preliminary. And Amazon, we need to get them. approval from our uppers yeah, to like, be able to let you go. If you come back, we will fire you. Like that kind of injustice in the workplace. Um, but at the same time, I said like anti work is a vacuum as well. So like a lot of the. Uh, subscribers to anti-work can misconstrue information and conflate (laughs) like the message and make it work towards their advantage through like white lies or anything like that but Mm. i don't know it's just uh Hmm. where are we what are we doing what are we talking about (laughs) (laughs) i kind of have a quick scary story to do with this i know someone who got three years into their major and was roughly three hundred thousand dollars in debt and would tell me every day, I absolutely hate what I'm doing, but I'm too far in. Like, I can't stop. Ugh. And they had to keep going. 
And I was like, oh my, I was so stressed for him, you know, but literally like that's the situation. That's the scariest story I've heard. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> so we support you taking a break. That's, yes. that's what that all meant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw um, somebody like protesting against the whole like anti-work, like ideation talking about you don't have a bad job and you don't have a bad life and you don't have bad pay or bad benefits. You just have a bad attitude. <sighs> I don't know. That didn't really sit right with me. Like I understand, you know, making the best of your situation, but there are things in your control. So I feel like that's what you're doing. Taking a break. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to work in some situations. You don't have to work that shitty job, you know, or you don't have to have life figured out right away. Cause like yeah. normally it's like finish college in four years and then Try to find a job. You're still figuring it out. Yeah. You're like, hey, now what? Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. You're not half guaranteed the time anything. Anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, dude, let's get off this. <laughs> More about you. Okay. Yeah, so you grew up so in California, sorry. Simi Valley. Is that that's Southern California? Yeah. So I'm like 30 minutes north of LA. Outside of so, LA. Oh, sorry. So, uh, if you had to sum up your childhood, or just like give us a feel or whatever, like what was it like growing up in Southern California? Fun. Oh, fun. So I think. I don't know just the city was there the beach was there so it was just nice because like on the weekends we just go out and just go to the beach and stuff or my friends and i would take the train sometimes to la when we couldn't drive That's dope. <laughs> so we just just do that kind of stuff so yeah i like it and like i'm not complaining life out here is pretty good too like it's cute because you've got salt lake and then you've just got like downtown provo so but there's just no beach so yeah i won't oh, complain about that landlocked dj <laughs> knows that life yeah yeah. But we're going to uh, we're going to Hawaii next week, all of us. So I'm very excited. Some salt water therapy. <laughs> salt water therapy. It's a real thing. It really is. It's healing. Have you always been into like spooky stuff? Yeah. Or like when did that start or what was that like? I don't know. I think so growing up, my birthday's in October. And so because mm. of that, I love Halloween. And Hell I yeah. think because I like scary stuff. And so we'd watch a lot of just scary movies. Hmm. Um, and yet, I don't know why as a kid. Criminal Minds and CSI like scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I was like, oh my God, someone could kill me. Yeah. But this like, I don't know, Michael Myers, whatever that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. But like, I don't know. So I just, I think it's fun. I think spooky, scary stuff like ghosts are real. Mm. So. Do you have a favorite topic in spooky or supernatural? Um, I don't know. I think it depends because some things will just make me feel very negative energy and I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mm -hmm. So like there's like certain things I'll be like, mm, this is too far. So like what? <laughs> I remember my friends and I, they talked about some stories from their missions Ooh, okay. and some place, the things and we talked about it in the room just got, and we were like, we got to stop talking about this. And I was feel. like, please. So <laughs> interesting. So like for me that my kind of no go zone is demons. Like that's what actually gets me where I'm like, Oh man, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, my I'm absolutely not interested is kind of aliens. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just I'm like I don't. Mm. I think they're boring. But yeah. that's me. Okay. Yeah. Do you like aliens? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, okay. I I kind of agree. Uh, we've talked about this before, but yeah. one thing I always kind of roll my eyes at are like orbs in pictures. <laughs> <laughs> There's orbs. In this that's a dust shut. speck with the flash on. <laughs> She's like, I have six orb stories tonight. Yeah. So. <laughs> I have one, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> No, but demons, though, I feel like that's the one thing that I just okay. cannot. My friends would want to play Ouija boards. And I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not. 
I don't mess with that. <laughs> I mean, like I know it could, could be magnet, whatever. I just I I can't do it. I don't know. Freaks me out. Yeah. I don't need something following me around, you know? It's an invitation. That's a smart move. Whether how real you think it is, it doesn't matter because it's an invitation and you're putting it out there. And some people believe it will be answered at some point. Oh, so yeah. that's why I'm always just like, nah. Even if it's a joke, I'm just like, I'm good. It's like leaving the door to your house open at all times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people could walk that. in, but yeah. <laughs> Sean, what about you? What's your like... Least interested. Like least interested. Or no-go. You don't really have a no-go, right? Not really. No. Sean, we'll talk about anything. Yeah, I'll probably. I kind of will Except talk commitment. about commitment. Oh, frick, dude. <laughs> just don't get me with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really have a no-go zone, but I'm also pretty skeptical about all zones. <laughs> cool. <laughs> What's uh, your family situation like when it comes to this? Like, are they a uh, superstitious family? Or <laughs> it just wasn't really a topic at all? I mean, not really. Well, my mom would tell me about, like, the stuff I'm going to bring up. But, like, that she's like, yeah, ghosts are real. Like, she's heard it and stuff like that. Just emphatically. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, we had, like, this topic about it when I came before her just talking about it and just, like, her thoughts on, like, ghosts and stuff on what it is. And she's like, oh, it's, like, people still in spirit prison and it's still on the earth. So it's, like, her – I kind of like her way of talking about it is, like, a more of a religious standpoint. But it's not very, like – like, fearful yeah not fearful yeah. where she's like eh, it's there but like she knows that like there's the whole thing about evil spirits and stuff she's like that can get invited and stuff yeah. but yeah. my family's not like super into it but if we talk about it then it's fine so yeah. they're not like very like hush hush like don't bring that up that seems like a healthy relationship where it's just like yeah aware but not yeah. like radical one way or the other yeah <laughs> so. normalize scary yeah hey yeah. that's our new shirt <laughs> <laughs> your parents are from costa rica mm-hmm are some like of both stories. of them born in Costa Rica? Yeah. And then oh. why did they come here? Or how? So, like, how did that happen? Because um, Costa Rica is dope. It is. I think it depends on where I'm you go, I'm trying to move though. there. <laughs> depends on where you go. Because my mom always told my mom that. She's like, no, because it's sketchy down there now. Mm. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think it's because most people are like the touristy areas. My mom's like, no, that's because it's full of white people. Mm. Is there a lot you of know? civil unrest right now? Not civil unrest, but it's just there's a lot more crime than usual nah. and just gangs and stuff. So, yeah, you know what? You're right. Just not as bad as most of the countries that you see. It's not like Venezuela. It's not yeah, like Colombia. No, not yeah. at all. Are you going to go into like the history of um, Costa Rica at all? Or can we talk about that for a while now? Uh, I don't have a whole lot on it. Okay. No worries. So. I've been to Costa Rica. My wife and I went for our honeymoon. We land straight to the car rental and the guy handed me a GPS and the keys. And the GPS didn't work unless it was connected to Wi-Fi. Like I could put it in there, but then that's the only place I had it. Like I couldn't switch it once I left, right? Mm-hmm. Until I got to like the hotel. So it was like OG map quest. Dude, yeah. It was <laughs> like, so like memorize where you're going. Yeah, kind of. Or it print was, it out. Well, do you know like on the iPhone you can like if you load it up when you're in Wi-Fi and then you leave Wi-Fi, it will like still stay. Yeah. That's kind of what it was like. So oh, no. it's like a super old Tom Tom or something like that. Huh. Anyway. Our hotel was like three hours away. <laughs> so I loaded it. No foreign country, dude. dude. Have fun. Here you Just go. wait. I loaded it. We get in the car. Like we had flown all night. So we're dead tired. My wife's asleep. She's super like motion sick because of everything. And we're going. And it's like an hour. and a, First of all, like remote jungle roads. <laughs> super hairpin turns. Like, yep. like one way. Lane, one way. One lane. Each side and then like cliffs and stuff on the right side. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going through and then uh, 
I can see I'm coming up to like the last town. I'm like, finally, like I'm getting there. And it goes through and you have to pass this bridge. And I get to the bridge and it's gone. There's no bridge. <laughs> what? And so I'm like, I don't see how I can get around this. It's just a huge river. So I have to look on the TomTom and memorize like going around. And that takes me off road for about an hour. I'm dead ass. We were on gravel road in the jungle. <laughs> and then I'm just What kind go- of car were you in? Like a Kia Soul? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm just going through like small villages. So I really kind of got to see like real ass Costa Rica, which it looked dope. It was, it was sweet. Like I were going through like these little towns as kids were getting out of school and stuff. And like, it was, it seemed really lively and any like uh South American or even Spanish. Cause I was in Spain for a while. Most of their cities are set up in the way where there's like a main town square mm-hmm. and then like everything's kind of around that. And I just love that because it like brings everyone together. But anyway, huh. I have a really romantic soft spot in my heart for Costa Rica. It was really fun. But then we did all the touristy shit. So that was cool too. <laughs> but it's fun though. Yeah. So. You've been. <laughs> I have. How many times? Uh, uh, I think collectively maybe like five or six. Oh, so it's oh, not so a whole a lot. But like growing up. But I think the last time I went was 2017. So it's been a hot minute. And I went for one of my, my mom's cousin's weddings. So we went out there and we stayed there for like almost a month. Tons of family oh, wow. still there. So, oh, yeah. So both my mom and my yeah. dad's. So you're pretty familiar with that area, yeah. at least like like where they're from. Yeah. Just maybe that area specifically. Because yeah. like <laughs> the first few times was when I was like really little. Yeah. So like I just remember running around in the backyard, just like playing with like the frogs cool. and the flowers. And, and iguanas and shit. <laughs> yes, they picked one up. Yeah. <laughs> Big ass iguanas, bro. Be running around. Yeah. <laughs> You speak Spanish? Very little. Like Very it's little. embarrassing. Yeah. That's okay. That's like me and Tongan. Wait, so no, no, really, I don't know anything. Uh, I took three years of, high, of Spanish in high school, and I like I can kind of understand. Yeah. But not like so they uh, really. That's on your parents though. So like not. You know what? Yeah. They finally it, took. They were like, you know what? You're right. And I was like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? You know? Yeah. When you're a kid, you're like helpless. Am I supposed to teach myself? Yeah. You know when you get to uh, class light in elementary school, and they're like, you come earlier next time. It's like, my parents drove me here. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're like, like well, you're to in wait trouble. Faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me just drive. Yeah. Um, if you are from Venezuela. Costa Rica. You're Venezuelan. Oh, Costa Rican. from Costa Rica. Is Costa Rican? Yeah. Is that what it is? Okay. Costa Rican. What coast, if maybe you don't have a lot on like the history or current events, could you tell us anything culturally? Like your parents, is there anything that's like something that they say or do, mannerisms, whatever? You're like, oh, that's like, that's them being like Costa Rican. Like that's from Costa Rica for sure. I think it depends. Like, you speak for all of Costa Rica, right? Now. Yeah, <laughs> you're I the ambassador. Look so white, no. <laughs> but um, I think just because, like, in different Spanish-speaking countries, the dialect is very different, mm-hmm. and so I think I get that because I I think that's how I can pinpoint other Costa Ricans because they talk like my parents. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's that I'm not sure, but I know what's very Costa Rican. Mid ass food, bro. <laughs> bro, just flaming Stay on it. Do they have shots, good food? Dude. Do you have something to say about that? I'm just trying to spice it up. I don't actually think that. <laughs> but what's your thoughts about Costa Rican cuisine? 
Oh, I love it. Oh, really? <laughs> I know how to make <laughs> Bro. I don't know where sorry, you went. Sorry, was you had a terrible <laughs> experience with Costa Rica. Dude, did everywhere you go I go. To, did you go to like the small little like villages or a did you times. go to some like fancy restaurant owned by white people? Both. Mm. We did both. And so sometimes, but like when we went to like whole, because what I do when I travel, we, if there's like a tour guide, if there's like people who are actually from Costa Rica, I'm like, bro, where's the dopest place to eat in town? And they're like, oh, go here, here, here. So I always try to like go to local places. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every time we had typical Costa Rican cuisine, I was like, all right, it's all right. It's just like boiled uh, platanos, some grilled chicken and like rice. That's like but all we What kind had. of rice though? Arroz. I don't know. Just what? white rice? <laughs> yeah, were there beans at all or no? I can't remember. It's okay, can, see that they were messing it up. Can, no. can, can I ask you a, a kind of a vulnerable question when it comes to your uh, like Costa Rican food? Yes. Do you think Costa Rican food is actually good or is it more of like a nostalgia thing? I think it's genuinely good okay. because when I have – when I've made it for other people, they like it. And when my dad's made it for other people, they genuinely love it more than me. Like for, when I make it. Yeah. Bro, you should have <laughs> gone to her house for a hundred. I know. I know. I Where do like making it. I, when I went home, I got more recipes. So oh, there we go. Oh, I can make some more food. Nice. I like cooking. Wait, what is it, the so. dish? Yeah, what then? is – yeah, yeah. Gacho Pinto. What is that? Which translates to spotted chicken. Oh, I don't know. And so, but it has no chicken in it. What is pinto? What is pinto? So, it has black, so it's black beans and white rice. And then you usually will chop up red bell peppers and onions really finely. And so, you'll put that on the stove or whatever and just get that to where it's like perfectly caramelized. And then you add in the black beans and it has to always be the Goya black beans. That's just what my dad's always used. Goya is like, don't they make everything? Yeah, but it's Beans so good. Beans to like tampons. Like, <laughs> I was in a Mexican market the other day buying a, a gift for Kalima. It was Bro, it's like Mexican Kirkland, dog. <laughs> it's like Mexican it really Kirkland. Is. I got Kalima. It was his birthday. He turned 30 the other day. Shout out. I got him a tortilla press because he loves cooking. And uh, dude, everything was like Goya brand. I was like, I'm in Mexican Costco right now. It's crazy. <laughs> So you use the Goya beans. Yeah. Okay. So the black one specifically, okay. I'm not going to lie. I have, I think black beans are superior to Yo, beans. Bien. And Same. I will die on that hill. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will die on that hill. But you do that and then you get the sauce. It's called Salsa Rizano. And it's from Costa Rica. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but it's really good. So it's just got a bunch of spices and stuff in it. And so you add that to the brown or the black beans while it's cooking together. I'm low-key hungry. And then, oh my God, it's <laughs> so good. Damn. And then you just make... White rice on the side, and then what you do is you get the rice, and then you scoop up the beans and stuff on top, and then you can add some more of the sauce, and it's amazing. You eat that, and then you make some scrambled eggs and some yeah. uh, corn tortillas, right? Yeah, corn tortillas, and then you just scoop some of the rice inside the corn tortilla mm. and put some scrambled egg and you just eat it. It's so good. They'll eat that for breakfast. You've had it? Nick, oh, he loves. Is, is Nick is here, Kat's boyfriend, chilling in the back. Shout out to him. Your parents made that for you growing up? Yeah. They recently taught you how to make it. Or you, when I first moved out, I ones? learned it. Okay. So, but he's had it from my dad. Ooh. If anything, he probably uh, okay. says my dad is much better Big fire. than me. <laughs> hey. <Fue>, fuego. <laughs> good job, dude. Good job. <laughs> oh my god, you know more than me now. I'm kidding. That was meant. Forgive hot. me. Forgive me. Sorry, I asked that because, man, one of the, uh, I think Hawaiian food is not good. And I get crucified every time I share that with another local. <laughs> You're about to go, like, get beat the F up, dog. And you're going there next week. I love it. I love it. But I think it's just like the nostalgia of it. And I don't know. I can like dial it down, I think, to like specific reasons why. Like Hawaiian, Hawaiian, uh, Polynesia has no spices. 
except salt. So there's no flavor. A lot of the food's bland. See, I've never had like real Hawaiian food, so I don't really have anything. Like I can't be like, no, you're wrong. Because like yeah. it's just the stuff out here. Like I feel like you have to go to the country too to have it. Yeah. So, but yeah. I wouldn't know. So I would yeah. like to try. I just want to put out there before I get murdered by some Costa Ricans. <laughs> I'm willing to be proven wrong. So if you want to prove me wrong, pull up, pull up with some food. That's crazy. That's all I got to say on that. That's crazy. Pull up with some food. Yeah. <laughs> pull up like DoorDash. <laughs> Costa Rica, beautiful beaches, jungle, uh, bugs. Sloths. Sloths, dude. Sloths. Volcanoes. Dude. Like oh. I've never seen. It's wild. Really? It's like, it looks like live Jurassic. Yes, dude. There are some. There's some adornment you can it's actually like go hike up to. Yeah. No way. That's dope. But it is it is very like think of typical like rainforest jungle, and that's it. It's so dope. It's crazy. Costa Rica's a country with iguanas. Mm-hmm. Oh, you said that earlier. <laughs> Big that's ass normal. iguanas, dog. They yeah. do. They have a bunch They're of everywhere. Them. Yeah. Where I was at, bro, we were just like eating breakfast and they are they walk like, around. Pop up, like, like, right up. Yeah. <laughs> what what do you call it? Feral? Are they fit like or they're they not domesticated? We're on a leash. I mean like do they have like I don't know, like rabies. They know not to touch you. Are they venomous? <laughs> like, are they? Well, are I they know. Scary? If... Do they attack people? Or I think they're chill. I mean, I was like near a resort, and so they were like, I think they were very used to humans, and okay. no one was really tripping. They don't care. Like, like a if... worker would come up every once in a while, like grab one and like move it. They just oh let yeah, you they gr- grab them by their tails. Yeah, they're like, like grown up. Yeah. Okay, maybe they I let have you seen grab it them. They don't care. No, the workers. Well, I think they will. cared, but the workers were just like. So used to handling them, oh, the worker was no just big like, deal. <laughs> not this but, again. Yeah. So, you, but you could if you wanted to, like a proton, and pick it up. I, I mean, don't know if I would do that. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening and you're going to Costa Rica, do not pick up an iguana. Oh, okay, because I bet don't. they can bite you. They wouldn't be like iguana. <laughs> <laughs> My brother had iguana, an iguana, dude. and it would bite sometimes. My brother had one. They hurt. I mean, how big do they get? I don't know because it got up this big and then it ran away. Yeah, oh, what dude. the. I feel, like, I feel like the kid in the the vine, like the black kid in class, where they they bring like animals. Oh, you know, it's like, well, like <laughs> dude, vine, what a boomer reference, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude, I'm big boomer. <laughs> so fun place. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. Any other things you want to say about Costa Rica or anything? Uh huh. Or do you want to get into stories? We can get into stories. I've got a bunch of them, like from yeah. the States and from oh, cool. Costa Rica. So. Oh, sick. Well, at this point, we'll just like give you the floor and you can do whatever you want. Let's oh let her goodness. roll and just see what she gets. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well. Um, if you get above a seven, you win. What does that mean? If you get below a seven, you lose. What does that mean? I don't know. What we'll are we doing? <laughs> now we roll a 20-sided die. See how well you're, you'll fare for this episode. What? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. I have benefited from therapy in a way that it's allowed me to feel a lot more light, lightness in my heart, my head, my emotions. If that's something that you're needing, if that's something that's missing, uh, give therapy a try. Give BetterHelp a try. Uh, We want to hook you up um, by getting it off your chest. Uh, 
and it be a little lighter on the wallet, uh, go ahead and visit betterhelp.com slash 3am and you can get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash 3am. 24 hours ago, I found out the person I'd been dating and seeing for the last six months as a con man. That is my sister, Emma. Andrew Tonks's lies had been so convincing, she'd invested $300,000 with him. However, the tables were about to turn on Andrew. What he didn't know was that Emma had discovered his real identity. But to get any chance of justice, Emma had to act like it was business as usual. Coming up in this series, and that's when murder, all this stuff goes through my mind. I'm really, really scared. I'm assuming Sarah has watched too much Netflix and figures I've been defrauding you. Couldn't be further from the truth. That's what this was, a real life story that seems so unbelievable, but it was actually true. A true story that all starts with one simple swipe to the right. I'm Sarah Ferris. And I'm Emma Ferris. And this is my story, Conning the Con. Oh, it's an 11, folks. What does that mean? Ooh, you farewell. You farewell. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> cool. Right, so you came with a, like, a blueprint. <laughs> a map, dog. You can walk in with a, a damn map. A Goonies I'm map. I'm building something. <laughs> yeah. uh, take us through this journey. Okay, well, I will. Why not? <laughs> um... I'll probably start with something that I've seen personally, and then I can probably get to my mom too, because I, I feel like everything weirdly connects. Ooh. I don't know. It's kind of, it weirds me out a little bit. I, I thought of like, I don't know. This Is this the one you told me? It's yes, but There's it okay. connects with more stuff Mas. that I learned today okay. from my mom. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. I, so. I was talking to Kat on the phone. I was like, tell me a couple stories. She tells me this one. I'm like, all right. We'll, shut, we'll have shut you. Shut up. Stop. Yeah, stop <laughs> so, the hat man one, right? Yes. Okay, so, <laughs> so when I was younger, so this was in the house that my parents are still currently living in. And my parents' room is like right here. Mine is here and then my little brother's is here. So, I shared a room with my younger sister. We had a bunk bed. And I don't know when this started happening, but just one night I like roll over and I, we always kept the door open at night, which I don't know why we did because now I'm like, that was stupid. Because I roll over one night and I see this really tall black shadow with a hat. Like he's has a hat and he's got red eyes. And I don't know why. I didn't scream or anything. I was just annoyed because it was just – well, it scared me the first time and it happened so many times as a kid that it started to annoy me that I would just cover myself and I'd roll over. And then I'd be like, I think he's gone. And i look over and he's still there. But he never came in. He would stand in the doorway. And so it got to the point where I would get so scared but also annoyed that I would run over into my parents. So I'd jump out and I I was on the top bunk. So I'd climb down and I'd run to their room. Passed and I'd him? get Yeah, I didn't care at that point. I was like, screw this. I can't. It just annoyed me because I was like, I can't sleep anymore. Somebody looking at me. I like as a kid, I don't know why. It like didn't really phase me. But um, and so I'd get in between my parents and I'd sit in the middle. And so they kept their door open too. So I'd be like, I feel safe. And then I'd turn over and I'd look in the doorway and he's standing there looking oh, at me too. Frick. And I'm like, I'm like, whatever. But I felt safe in between them. Mm, I'm like okay. playing this off. Well, probably as a little kid, I probably found this more terrifying. <laughs> but the day that I, DJ called me, I was talking to my younger sister, the one that shared a room with me. 
And I was telling her about it. And she goes, you saw him too? And I was like, please oh, don't tell me. No. Don't tell me you're f***ing with me. Sorry. No, <laughs> you're good. Language. Wait. But after all these years, you thought you were the only I one. I was going crazy. No. Holy <laughs> And so shit. she goes, you saw him too? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, explain to me what he looked like. I didn't tell her what. I just said that I saw a shadow man. Just That's what we called him. Mm-hmm. I call him the shadow man. I didn't know he's called the hat man until recently. And she goes, he was black, like black shadow, super tall and had a black top hat. And I was like, did he have red eyes? And she goes, no. So she didn't see the eyes, but I don't know if that meant that he was staring at me mm-hmm. or something, but she would see it. And so she would freak out and she would turn over it. But she told me she never told me because she was scared that I would make fun of her. <laughs> She'd rather die than be roasted by her sister. <laughs> Why, why didn't Priorities. you tell her or say anything to anyone else? I don't know because I think same it was reason. the same fear. That's my same family. Reason. We'll say yeah. something and you're like, you little Bro, you wuss. dumbass. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Stupid. you're imagining that. Ain't no man with no hat. <laughs> <laughs> but my brother never saw him. My mom says she never saw him either. I don't know if it's just because she is so – we talked about this too that she's so used to such – haunted things or whatever growing up there we'll get to that and she I, she was telling me she was like i don't even know if i ever really was like oh that's fake maybe and then just went back to bed mm. my dad sleeps like a rock so i don't even think he even noticed <laughs> so but yeah so it i saw him until i finally slept with the door closed and after that never saw him again i think it's just one day i was like i can't do this anymore like, so wait I just, a minute this has yeah. hinges <laughs> And so I did that. He never showed up. He never showed up in the closet if the door was open or anything like that. Only the door. And he never came into the room. Mm. He only stood there watching. And it scared the shit out of me. That's creepy. But you found this out with your sister only a couple months ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I have not seen him here. Since I've moved out, it has only been at home. Not when I've gone to sleepovers, whatever. See, I thought that. And then the other night was like, and I woke up and I was like, oh, that's just my jacket. (laughs) That's real nice of him, though, to stay there. A a real bro of Simi Valley. (laughs) (laughs) A real one. Hats off to him. (laughs) Stupid. Stupid. Shut up. Bro, recently, so because of my work schedule, I have to walk Lucy at nights now. And it's winter, so it's like dark Mm -hmm. by 4 p.m. So I've been walking Lucy around my neighborhood, and then I take her and play fetch at this park. Like every other night, I see a man. He's in a trench coat, Mm-mm. like the old version ones, <laughs> like where it has all the lapels and the little like flaps and stuff. And it like he looks mm-hmm. like a reporter from the 1940s. The ones you open this watch. Yes. <laughs> so he's in that. Watches. He has a scarf that's like wrapped around this much of his face. Bro, next thing you know, he's gonna be running at you with his hands out behind Ugh. his back. Oh, he's like wearing a mask. But then he, he no, I think he's being, he's weird. And then he has a like a full blown like fedora type hat, like Mm-mm. the old lady. But he just gives me the weirdest vibes. He just walks like down the roads in the dark, like the invisible man. Does Lucy man see him? Yes, it's kind of like the invisible the man. The ha- oh, where like I can't really see him, but he can see you. Yeah, oh. I don't know, but I keep seeing him when I'm walking, and I get really, I like try to get away from him. Just, just run after him. And no, just be like, why are you? Why are you here? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not confronting him. But anyway. that is me as a person. <laughs> I mean, I would do the same. Actually, I did. When we had that one dude that Jordan saw at our window in the cabin, oh. so I ran to the door, threw him like the fuck. Sean sprinted towards that door. We were all like, "Did you guys see that outside the window?" And immediately, Sean like jumped over the dining room table, like I flung see. the door open. <laughs> Crazy. Come at me during the day, bro. But anyway, I'm dealing with a real life hat man, and it's <laughs> making me uncomfortable. Mm. You should go say hi to him. Maybe no, he wants I'm not talking to him. She you could be right. Him. I'm on, I'm on your side right now. You do. I'll you. come. I'll say hi to him. Maybe he needs a friend. There we go. He probably. Maybe he'll does. kill me. Who knows? Yeah. 
So that was that with Hatman, or was there anything else? It was just Hatman. Well, Do you see him when you go back home, like during Thanksgiving break when you No, went? because my grandma sleeps in my room now. So oh, does she see him? Can't try to miss with no, no grandma. No, she keeps the door closed. And oh, even if she probably oh. does, she's so old that no offense. Uh, she probably is just like, oh, and then just kind of, I don't mm. know. So who knows? I don't know. I haven't thought to ask yeah. her, but she, she also sleeps like a rock too. So as far as I know. That's the greatest superpower in my opinion, being able to sleep like a rock and not have things wake you up. <sighs> I wish true. that was me. Because I'm the exact opposite. Mm. I get waking up really easily. So annoying. I'll get kicked and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, well, I'm awake now. It takes like a half hour to go back to sleep. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> but, um, we can get straight to this. Yeah. So, so um, my mom gave me three different houses to talk about, which is, and they're all in different areas. So the first one I'm going to talk about was about, so this was my mom's grandparents' home. And so I, this, I feel like just Hispanic culture, a lot of them will just live with each other. So my mom grew up a lot with, um, her aunt and uncles, but then also her grandparents. Like, they all just lived together a lot. So this was in – it was on 10th Avenue in San Jose. So it was in the city. So um, this was, like – my mom was, like, two. It was, like, 1972 or something like that. Um, San Jose. That's northern California. No, that's southern. Costa Rica. What's in Costa oh, Rica? I should have been more. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I should have been more like, oh, wait. <laughs> no, but this is Costa Rica. So it's, okay. like, in the city. So San Jose, Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Bro. <laughs> so I think it's this one. So it's actually this house with the little blueprints that I have. Oh, sick. So because this, this one has like the most creepy stories to it. So like it was, uh, let's see. So it was just, it was two stories. And so most of it was, it's just very narrow because have you ever been to New York? So you know how most of those homes are just narrow. Any, like, the ones that are in the city, if they're actual, like, mm -hmm. houses, they're mm -hmm. just narrow. So a lot of them were like that. So it's just long and narrow. And so nothing to walk through. Um, so there was a stairwell in the front and one in the back. And so the back one would go to the service room, also known as the the help, even though mm -hmm. we don't say that. But, like, the maid's quarters. So that's a big thing out there is that a lot of them had maids. They still kind of do now, but they're more as nannies. But so the two stairwells um, and the service room. So the service room was all the way in the back of the, the house and it was upstairs. And then there was another bedroom back there. So it's. Bro, they lived in a mansion. I'm looking at this map right now. <laughs> they had a library, a courtyard. A what did they just courtyard? draw the clue like map yeah. right here? There's a conservatory <laughs> in the lounge. <laughs> but on this. So there was this bedroom. And then this was where the maids' quarters were. There's the library. This is the really long hall. This was all upstairs. And then you have downstairs where this the kitchen, the laundry, ironing room, and then the bathroom. And then another courtyard and one here. And then just the garage covered patio. So so if you're just listening, like it's pretty narrow, pretty long, with a long hallway in the middle and rooms lined up on the sides. Yeah. So... Um, so going up the stairs in the laundry room up to this way, because it would also take you, it takes you up to the service room. So that way the maids had access to the, just go right down to the service room or the laundry room. And 
my mom would say that it was always really dark and narrow and spooky. And as a kid, like it scared her, but like, you know, that that's just spooky in general to a little kid. But she said that the lights in the, in the maids area would flicker on and off when they weren't in there at all. And the doors would open and stuff like that. And so she thought it was like a breeze, but sometimes she'd go over and there was like nothing. And it was just the lights would flicker. And so she'd be hanging out in the room that's right here sometimes because she'd sleep in there. And so she'd just leave because she's like, I can't. I can't do this. It's too scary. So it wasn't only like physical manifestations, but she was like feeling it too. Mm-hmm. Like, so it she feel good being just there. did not feel comfortable at all. So she mainly would say that this was most the scariest part of the house. For some reason, she said it was cold all the time. It was the coldest part of the house, even when it was super warm outside and stuff like that. Does it ever get cold? Costa Rica? Uh, not really. Hmm. I don't think it's... Every time I have gone, like, it's not, like, super cold any time that I've gone in, like, the winter seasons. Like, what's cold there? 60 degrees? Probably. <laughs> but it still rains. It just rains all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she said that it would just get cold all the time. Um, she said this wall would, was cold. It was to the touch. It was freezing cold. Mm-hmm. And so she said that it would just always have a very scary feeling. If there if there was a draft that she would feel, there was no known location. They couldn't find where the draft was coming from. So it's just always this cold <laughs> um, coming That's in. That's strange. So, and so my mom never wanted to go upstairs alone because she knew that the lights would flicker off. Like, it wouldn't even flicker. It would just turn on and off and on and off. And when she'd peek in there, no one would be in there. And I'm pretty sure there was, like, no way that there was lights switches connecting from downstairs to upstairs. Mm-hmm. So the only way you could do it is from inside the room. So the doors would open and stuff like that. Um, and so her uncle also lived there. So when he was 15, um, he got so scared because one day or one night, some of the curtains in his room were moving. And usually the curtains would move if the window was open. So he went and checked and the window was shut closed and locked and it scared the crap out of him and so he like he literally crawled into his parents bed because it scared him so much even though he was 15 you know at 15 you'd be like why would you do that like it scared (laughs) him dude (laughs) he he scared him and so um there was other times too where i feel like he had like some of the most ones too is there was one night where he was laying in bed and he felt something pull off his blanket on top of him and I don't know why he just went and pulled it right back on top. <laughs> I think he's probably just, just done. <laughs> but that would happen to him. And there was another night. Um, he woke up just in the middle of the night. And he looked over and there was a man staring at him. And it's, Not a shadow. No, just a man, man. Like a man. And so he freaked out and he just kind of covered himself. Because I don't know why. That's just a little kid reaction. Just cover so, yourself with the blanket. It's an adult reaction. Yeah. <laughs> like this noise. Okay. And so he'd do that and he looked over and he was gone. And so he, he still doesn't know what it was to this day. And then in that room with that wall, they had a dog that would just bark at the wall all the time. The dog would stare at it, the cold wall, and it would just bark at it. So my mom, it just, my mom didn't like that house. It was creepy. Just the, she hated the feeling it gave her. She did not want to be alone in that house ever. So she'd always try to be around her um, aunts and uncles and her siblings. And so just never liked that. So, and then there was a second house, which. Wait, wait, that first house. Um, did they move for any other, or did they did they move because of like how scary it was at, at all? Or was it just. I'm not even sure. Reason? I think they just moved in just general at some point. Job or yeah. something like Probably, that. Probably, yeah. So she didn't really huh. get too into depth of that, but it's just. 
Just you would have thought that they would keep moving, but now I see why they did. Yeah. So it there was, was <laughs> it, it was your mom and her uncle were the only ones who experienced. No, it was all of them. Oh. So this was more of a firsthand experience I got from oh, him okay. because he visited recently and he I got more stories from him. Mm-hmm. But all of the cousins and the aunts and uncles can attest to that this was would happen all the time. Hmm. And so my grandma even said too, she was like, Yeah, it was just creepy. <laughs> but wow, the whole family in on it. That's wild. It's a whole joke. I'm <laughs> pranking my mom and her uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you need to go and hold ice cubes up to that wall. Just like make it really cold. <laughs> and then, so there was another one that, um, this was where my grandma was born. And so this was in uh, Alajuela. And so it was a really old house. That's and so, in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. That's yes. California. <laughs> no, it's in Utah. Okay. <laughs> it's in Costa Rica. And so um, there was four bedrooms all the way in the back and four in the front. And it was kind of the same thing. It was pretty long too. Yeah. And so the only way to get to the back rooms is that you'd have to go outside into the courtyard and in. So there was no way through. You had to go out. I know. It just doesn't make any sense. But I should have gotten a floor plan for this. But I didn't. No, no, no. My grandma was really absorbed in the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the rooms that was across. So my mom lived there too as when she was little um, also. Because uh, the whole thing where the family just kind of grows up in the house. And they all just live together, visit each other. And my mom... The room across from her was my grandma's great aunt who died in the room. And my grandma remembers as a kid hearing her scream when she died. Oh. I know. And oh. But it's crazy because then my in that house, my grandma, her great grandma would perform seances. Uh, did he would... say PTSD? <laughs> <laughs> and so... That's what I learned t- today was what creeped – like, it freaked me out because they would do seances in that house. And they Who's wouldn't, they? So, Family or, like, her cult or – I don't even know. Like Just, like, friends? so it was her great-grandma would do it. Yeah. And so because anywhere you have an area with a lot of Catholicism, there's always going to be an area with Santeria, kind of. Uh. Just witchcraft. And so they would do that. I don't know why they would, but – um. I wonder if it was a seance, like, a, like tr- trying to do it for good. Like contact family members or something, uh, or if it was malicious or Santos. Well, I don't Could know, because so they had a, a chicken coop in the courtyard, so they would collect feathers for the seances. And at one time or another, my grandma told me that they would kill a chicken or two oh, for him. So maybe it wasn't for good. Yeah, that can't yeah. be for good. <laughs> so <laughs> no way. There's just a lot of creepy stuff happening in the house whenever that stuff would happen. My grandma is just I don't know. She was not phased by it. She's like, yeah, I played with a Ouija board too in like high school, and so I was like, what the. And so there's – Wait, I need to ask. So your grandma heard your great-grandma. Her, So her great-aunt. Her great-aunt scream out as she died. Yep. Was it a natural death? I have no idea. Oh my my grandma – I think that's what it was is that she was just in so much pain. Oh but man. it just kind of happened. And so my mom, <laughs> when she would stay in the room across from it, always did not like the feeling because she would get this bad feeling from that other room. Ooh. It just creeped her out. Uh. It's like a very intense death rattle, the noise you make when you die. That's I'm going to do that when I die too. She's going to scream out to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> around. You're godless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a recent thread and it was like famous last words or like creepiest last words. And uh, like Anton LaVey, who's like the godfather of Satanism, 
had had I can't remember what it was, but he basically was like, "This isn't like he was saying like over and over, this isn't right, this isn't right," and then he dies. <laughs> just stuff like Alistair Crowley had a crazy that's last wild. words. Yeah, so, so I don't know. That just made me think of like, what is happening as you're passing <laughs> from you this see? life to the next? Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, continue. So, <laughs> that um, so then there's this one house that my grandparent, my my grandma and grandpa would rent for a little bit, and then they at one point moved out, and this was while my mom was in med school, and so she, while the house was still being cleared out, like they had already moved, but like the lease wasn't completely over yet so my mom and one of her friends from med school would go and they would just kind of hang out like downstairs um so it was a two-story so they hang out downstairs in the like the living room so there's still a table and stuff there's something still there sure and there was an upstairs and so i don't know why it's always with the maid quarters or whatever is where they hear steps from my mom and my her family would hear even if everybody was downstairs everybody including the maids and stuff, they would hear people walking upstairs down the hall from that room. Like you could hear footsteps and they'd go check and there was nobody there. And this was a, the third house, like later on. So I don't know if whatever happened with my, my grandma's great grandma kind of followed them or something. That's what it sounds like. But, <laughs> and then I thought about it today with like the hat man kind of thing. What if it continued following and it stuck on my mom? Things happen in bloodlines. Like that's kind of a common thing in the supernatural, especially if you have someone in like your back. What's the right term? history? Yeah, like your bloodline ancestry. that came way before you in, in your ancestry who's like messed with mm-hmm. the occult or like stuff like that where it can follow generation to generation. Also, we know we don't know. I was going to say, what do we know, dude? <laughs> we know that it is a belief. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that there are some people who are more open to things like that and mm-hmm. they kind of attract that uh, mm. activity. Yeah. And so very possibly like the women in your family kind of sound like, or at least your whole family, kind of sound like they're open to that sort of stuff. Maybe it was the woman. They were bothering my uncle <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, family lines and bloodlines were such a huge part of human history up until what, the last century? Mm. We've like what dirty the bloodlines now. We're Got all un- racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh <laughs> did you say got unracist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly she what happened. Did this thing where they were like, oh, okay. We're like the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like forever and ever, like, even if you if you're a Christian, you know in the Bible, like, is it the tribe of Judah were the only ones who could have the priesthood, which is supposed to be like the power of God in the scriptures. So it's like specific bloodlines had like a tie or uh, a tether mm. to like spirituality. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is that lost now? Yes. Or are we? Well, can I can go we... down a little rabbit hole? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bloodlines, dude. <laughs> uh, I've talked about it before, but there are like super famous bloodlines, uh, especially mm-hmm. over in Europe that come down. They've changed names. And every like hundred years, they'll change names so that they can maintain power, but not like be found out. Because if we found right. out one effing family has been ruling since like the beginning of time, we might be like, dude, chill. Uh, so you've heard <laughs> daddy <laughs> chill. Yeah. Daddy, <laughs> what the chill. hell even is that? <laughs> but so there are families out there. We I even talked about it in like the Elizabeth Bathory mm-hmm. episode and like with the current king and how he lives in Vladimir Putin's castle and like <laughs> shit like that. 
And I wouldn't name some of the families because I know of other podcasts who have talked about their family openly and they get completely blackballed from all social media, stuff like that. What, dude? Uh, but here's some trash conspiracy theory that is not true at all. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Well, Char- no, kind of legit. I don't Disclaimer, think. Charles, Charles downloaded TikTok like two weeks ago. <laughs> and you know how you can. Uh, I've lost. You can, the algorithm. Yeah, you can. Um, what do you What do you say? Tailor your algorithm. To, yeah. You know, create your own echo chamber, yeah. if you will. And his is his talk is a uh, conspiracy talk. Oh so it, it's it's conspiracy talk or like world star hip hop talk. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I'm kind of proud of it, to be honest. Yeah. But, like, I feel like it's a pretty accurate representation. Good balance. Talk. Yeah. Uh, but in, the, in Genesis 4, they talk about um, the sons of God, uh, like sleeping with the daughters of man and creating Nephilim. Do you remember that? Or giants. And the theory is that the goal of these other beings was to bloody or dirty the bloodline of man, like literal mankind. And it got to the point where they did it so much that that's when God sent his flood to basically start (laughs) over and then purify the bloodline again with Noah. Dude, I'm sorry. This is wild. Bro, we're about to for another flood then. (laughs) But yeah, there's a... No, I'm done. I'm cutting that whole part out. <laughs> no, please Wait, leave what, it. Where did this come from, though? Like, why? It's we just were just talking conspiracy. about bloodlines and how important bloodlines are. Like, I, some people think it is like one of the most fundamental battles of like human existence is keeping the human bloodline pure, because they they think that there are entities or forces out there, aliens, demons. Like, if you get abducted, what do they do? They they poke your wiener and, and your like genitalia to try to figure out how to create mankind, right? Or they like inseminate you. You know what I'm saying? I thought you were going to say that's how they find out your last name so that they know who to target next. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> she starts drawing it. Okay, but no, I've been watching a lot of X Files recently, and you're right. That's what All I'm saying. That's right, dude. Yeah. Like most supernatural things, there's an underlying current of them either trying to get freaky with mankind or like figure out how to procreate. Like, demons don't have a body, so they want to figure out how to procreate, mm-hmm. right? Uh, ghosts, I don't know. Want to take over. Yeah, they want to possess you yeah, or possess whatever. You, yeah. Aliens. Anyway, so, like. The th- Go on with the aliens part. <laughs> but aliens. <laughs> Magnets. How do they how work? Do they work? <laughs> aliens is more serious, though, because most people get abducted. Talk about either getting probed or, like, aliens doing a ton of tests on their genitalia because they're trying to figure out how to procreate. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but anyway. The battle for bloodlines is a real thing, but I think it's a way older theme in mankind, and it's kind of been forgotten in the new age of, like, keeping bloodlines pure. So your family bloodline. I guess they're haunted or something. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I don't know, like, because my mom is the one who's experienced it, too, so I wonder if it's just kind of like that. And then you and your sister, at least with Hatman. I don't know if that's, uh, if Hatman is, like, homies with what was going on in any of those houses, you know? I hate him then. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> but uh, everybody experienced something to an extent. Mm-hmm. Well, the my mom has a, one specific story in that house. So, because um, they thought at first that could have been an animal, but also it's the style of the house was it was Costa Rican, but it was also had some American elements to it. So it was an, an A-frame. So there's no way there could have been an animal walking Mm. on the roof because you'd think the footsteps would be that, but it wasn't. So it would come out of the maid's quarters in the master bedroom from upstairs. Walking on an A-frame. You'd think, but it's just- That is terrifying. Just (laughs) 
terrible like an, or like, perpendicular. No, but they hear it um because it was two story. So okay, okay, because they thought maybe it would have been an animal up on the roof. Oh, but, but it was, oh, but couldn't it have been. Yeah, it couldn't yeah, have right. been regardless. But um, while my mom was in med school, so this was in like 1988. Um, so it was after her mom and her dad moved out, and so her and her friend were just staying there for a little bit. Um, the landlord just kind of let them. And so her and her friend were studying, and then they heard some noises. So they were in the living room, so it was downstairs. And they heard from upstairs some noises and footsteps. And it was like it, my mom was kind of used to it, but it started to get really loud, and it scared her. And so her and her friend, like— Loud, Louder, like more aggressive? Yeah. Like stomping? Yeah. And so they they got so freaked out. They ran out of the house, and so they called another friend of theirs— so he went up and investigated. He found nothing. Like he went in and everything. There was nothing. No broken windows of people coming in because, like, usually, like, because the house was like in a cul-de-sac, but there was like no other houses. So usually, if people see over there, like, if it's an empty house, they'll go and they'll just steal some random stuff, like a toilet or whatever. <laughs> they'll steal whatever. And so maybe they thought that someone had broken in, but like none of the there windows were broken. None of the doors were, sh- like. And so my mom just. Just freaked her out. So, right. I don't so. know. I don't know if something because I connected the dots today. I was like, I don't know if something passed down hmm. or some because I have not seen anything since I moved out here. I was gonna say at least it stayed in California. Good because I don't with need that mom. either. Oh sh. Damn. So, are there any uh, stories from your family where they were able to actually interact with anything? Not quite. I know my my uncle when they moved to see me because my grandma at one point moved with her son to see me. My mom was whatever in Costa Rica. She was married the first time. Um, didn't interact, but he saw something. Like he would see things outside his window, just like people, but it was like small people. And so, yeah. So <laughs> that's like the only time that there's any interaction. That he's actually ever like seen something besides my uh, my great uncle who would see that man who stood above him, but they never actually interacted. So, but that was in a different house in in Simi, which is funny because in that area where that house was, there have been other uh, paranormal um, like stories from other people. It's called, mm. it's like it's the Texas track area in Simi, and a lot of other houses will say like. I've seen people that will have people come in and sage the house. Mm. They'll have things fly across the room. The Texas track. It's called Texas track. It's just like a specific neighborhood. It's like it's technically it's like the township area, but like that specific neighborhood is called the Texas track. Don't know why. That's just what it's called. But, <laughs> but in that neighborhood, a lot uh, of stuff. A lot of people experience. Yeah. So when my grandma lived there with her son, my uncle, he would see things outside of his window. Um, the wall dividing him and. His older sister's room, so my other aunt, the, that wall would get cold also to the touch, regardless of the temperature in the house. And then while they'd That's be watching. That's such a weird thing. Yeah. Just like, the cold. And so. Bro, if I was too hot, though, I'm going to be like, it's like the cold side of the pillow. Just, yeah. They, <laughs> would, get, the they would get chills a lot, too, if anything started to happen. Mm, so um, yeah. there was one moment, too, where they were watching TV in the living room. And then the fireplace door would just fly open. And they would just see, a like, it was just black. And so, but I don't know why my family never really freaked Some out. I wonder if it's Santa just because so much stuff would happen. Like, I don't know why my parents, my, my mom was telling me these stories and then my grandma, they were kind of like, oh, this happened. And I was like, what the hell? Why are they so calm about this? <laughs> Old people be like that though. They're just like, <laughs> Bro, they've seen just it a all. matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, whatever. <gasps> oh my God. 
<laughs> my dad hasn't had anything though. Like yeah. that, like him and his friends, there was like this empty house that it, people would, I think it was like a historical house at the time. So I think he was like in college um, and him and his friends were like, we should totally go in there at night because people would say it was haunted inside or whatever. And his friends and him would do stuff like that. And so like there would be groundskeepers and stuff during the day just to keep it pretty. Um, but at night there was nobody else. And so him and his friends went up. And so they went to try and open the gate of the garden. And his friend screamed because he saw, he could have sworn he saw this old lady in all white holding a candle walking out. She was like screaming, but nobody else heard it, but they booked it because he screamed and they were freaking out. But that was the only time my dad's ever really seen anything like that. Hmm. So, and that was in Costa Rica. Should have been more clear too for that. Assuming like taking these as if they were factual, like uh, I've always wondered why people experience the same thing, but different things. Mm -hmm. Like you and your sister both saw Hat Man, same room standing at the same doorway but you saw him a little differently you saw him with red eyes and your sister didn't or your dad's friend heard a scream but nobody else did mm-hmm. it's like what how, how does that work i don't know not that we have an answer but it's like uh almost as if like like i said taking this as if it was factual these spirits or whatever can just exist on like certain planes or like maybe just your reality mm. I don't know. Either you're turning into the turn tuning into the right one or they're targeting you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's interesting. Like there's different frequencies, like a radio station. So you're tuning in on this one. Everyone else is on a different one. So that's what I'm kind of saying. Like Kevin, I think is like very widely tuned. Yeah. Sean is very narrowly tuned to this existence. (laughs) (laughs) But for real though, that's what I kind of think. Just people are more sensitive to it or Hmm. less sensitive to it. Or it could be the other way around where it's like that thing is targeting them. True. Because Kevin definitely seemed targeted. Yeah, 100%. Like when we went to the abandoned building in Salt Lake City. He called them out, though. That's his own fault. Yeah. So he was asking for it. We went and did this (laughs) interview. not trying to victim blame, but he was. We went and did this interview uh, with this guy who owned one of the most haunted buildings in Salt Lake City. And it's been on like Ghost Adventures. Mm -hmm. It's been on like History Channel, all this shit. And it has a very colorful history of people dying, being murdered, killing in the building. And the guy's just taking – this is before we do our interview. The guy's just taking Mm -hmm. us around and being like, this is where this, this is where that, this is where – and he goes, all right, this is probably the most activity, one of the hottest spots in the building. And he takes us into this tiny, dark-ass room. And there's – it's like surrounded by mirrors. And there's like a back closet that's just like black. And he goes, there's a man that lives in the building he called, like, the Dark Man. It was something vaguely It's been like a year and a half. Spooky. Yeah. Maybe less racist. We never put this <laughs> We never put this episode out because our recordings all got jacked up. He, he was like, you're going to, he's like, a lot of people come in here, they try to record things, and then their files get corrupted. And we were like, nah. But then they did. But anyway. <laughs> Only time. I'm still calling it the Dark Man, and it's not racist, because I think that's, it's like, that's like what he said. Anyway, so he's like, the Dark Man... <laughs> Just yeah. thinking about it, he's like, should I have said that? Yeah. No, I don't know. I've said worse. Uh, so he's like, the dark man like starts in this closet. And this is like where he stays a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And if people feel him, a lot of the time it's like right here. And when uh, Ghost Adventures came, they were like filmed. There was like an earthquake and it like shattered all the windows. Like weird stuff like that, right? So Kevin's in there and he yells into the closet. He just like walks in. He's like, come at me, bro. 
He like challenged it. And just like full on. Yeah. He was like, where are you at? Like, let's go. I don't care. I'm not scared. And I'm like, Kevin, stop, dude. <laughs> and he just keeps doing that. Then we leave that room. We turn around. We're like talking about something else. We get into a main room that's really well lit. And the guy's explaining about this young girl that inhabits the building. And as he's doing that, I'm filming. So I'm kind of just like looking around. And I look over at Kevin. And Kevin legitimately standing up is is like wobbling back and forth. Like nodding like His off. eyes kind of like rolling back. Oh, and then no. and then I, I, I'm just go, wait, wait, Kevin, are you okay? And he goes, yeah, I'm fine. I just feel like I'm about to pass out. And like I have the worst headache of my entire life. And I'm Mm-mm. like, do you think? Because, oh, sorry. The guy told us a lot of the people who like experience the dark man uh, talk about getting super dizzy and then really bad headaches out of nowhere. Coincidence? So I was I like, do you not. think it's because you challenge him? And he's like, no, it's probably because I haven't eaten enough today or something. Like he just doing <laughs> everything to deny it. it. Yeah. But uh, we know. Yeah. <laughs> we know it's the dark man. Yeah. Who got the white man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. That happened. <laughs> so frequencies, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, you know, That's different Kevin. One. Yeah. Kevin's open. And I do think he's targeted. That's what we're saying. Yeah. But he does kind of bring it on himself. Also true. Yeah. Yeah. He's opposite of most people <laughs> where he's always trying to invite. Like he always want he he's always trying to find somebody like do a Ouija board with or a seance because I've had him do a Ouija board in my living room before and he yelled out, possess me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> It's time for it's you like, to leave. I've got nothing left. We're done. Let's do this. <laughs> we're done. I was like, no more. Yeah. So anyway, that's probably the what time. my family did. They were like, screw it. Let's bring in some spirits. Let's just and now spice I things have up. to do with it. <laughs> I guess that's rude. Kill Turn off chickens. the frequency on mine, please. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder oh, if uh, if there are family members that you're unaware of that are still involved in those practices. Oh dear God, I 100%. hope not. Like if your grandma had a um. An apprentice or something. Or an enemy, bro. Oh. Oh, that's often t- I don't know how, like, black magic. I don't know how much how prevalent it is in bro, Costa what, Rica. Bro, what if grandma or grandma's great It was my, my grandma's great grandma was the one who did it. Great grandma. Yeah. Okay. But the screaming aunt. That was the great aunt. That was we'll great. push her aside. She might have been part of it. Who knows? Is great, grandma's great grandma. So I wonder if grandma's great grandma was like... Uh, this is the plot test twist. She's uh, protecting you guys, so things weren't as severe because of what she was doing. So you know it could I mean? be worse. So she Whoa. offered like the chickens. Then why did I like, see the hat man? <laughs> what could have been worse? That's he could have came fair. into the room. That's true. Yeah. What if he did come? Yeah, in Yeah, he room? never came in. So yeah. maybe she protected your ass. I'd fight him. I probably. I don't know. Like <laughs> four foot me. <laughs> wait, back to uh, fight me. <laughs> wait, hat man. You you would run. Past him, I honestly, threw him I don't under know his legs what, or what? No, I just, I would just book it. I don't know why. Something just, I don't know if it was the adrenaline because I was like, I can't. It because it was out of fear that I would never move anymore and I would cover myself. And I think it came to the part where I was so annoyed because <laughs> I felt like something was staring at me and I couldn't fall back asleep because of it. And I would just book it. I don't know why. It just never went through my head. I was like, it. See, but I'm gonna do the, it. That's the hardest thing I've heard. Just someone's like. It runs through the ghost to the other room. I know I'd close my eyes because I would be like, <laughs> like, no, but I'd run and I'd try and make it to my parents, but I'd just jump in and I'd crawl in and then he'd still be there. But I'm like, at least I have my parents next That's to true. me. That's true. You know, a little protection kind of thing. I don't know mm-hmm. what they're going to do, but like as a kid, that's like feels secure. 
hundred percent is. Is your grandma still with us? Yes, she is at home actually with my parents. So, so you got you got to go ask her some questions. Well, the Ouija board thing I learned today, and I was like, oh my god! And she goes, what? Like, well, she used it, and she asked who was there, and they go, a friend. Oh, that's no. what it said when she used it in high school. It's never a friend. It spelled out a never friend. A friend. And then anything else? That's all I heard. So if I ever see her again, I'll have to ask her some more stuff. Because if this was, I swear to God, she's probably done this way more than I. <laughs> Maybe it's her. <laughs> I swear that's just the. She the said he was a friend, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to keep talking. Yeah. Mm. Was it friend or amigo? <laughs> friend. <laughs> ah, true. Damn. <laughs> That's true. It would have spelled amigo. <laughs> That's wild to think. Yeah. <laughs> like spirits be like multilingual. Bilingual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're all, they don't yeah. all just speak English. Yeah. <laughs> so presumptuous. Yeah. She's I just want to make sure. Friend. Did you have more stories or? Because um, I don't want to cut you off if if you had more. I think. If not. Most of it. Because most did, of these fine. are just just long descriptions. That's pretty much. Dope. Most of them, so. Dude, interessante. There's always the theme that comes up like, is it the place or is it the people? So if you have a haunting and if I move, will it move with, you know what I'm saying? But it kind of sounds multi-generational. Doesn't matter where you guys are living. Except for Utah. Didn't follow to Utah, so yeah, so far. It's because it's the holy land. Oh, you're right. Oh, my God. The promised land. Maybe, or it's just... So lame. The ghost was like, nah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to say it's in the valley. This is kind of boring yeah. up there. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. What are your thoughts and opinions after presenting? Do you ha- do you think it's just random, coincidence? Or do you think, like, what do you think is going on? I think because of learning what my grandma's great-grandma did, I feel like this is not coincidence. Mm. Or just like, well, I feel like there's a connection in some way. Because there's no way my mom's family would move from house to house and it would be the same kind of things was the cold chills steps and everything like that they would just hear something just not a good feeling or whatever Mm. so i i don't know they played around and the consequences honestly (laughs) do stupid shit get horrible consequences yeah and i have to pay for it (laughs) i guess and it kind of sounds like they're not the most like Overly superstitious or like looking for it either. Mm-mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Mm. Which is more convincing? Except for grandma playing Ouija board. Like, mm. it's a little asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts, stories? I think if we can take anything from this episode is mess around and get haunted. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't mess around. Uh, that was dope. I appreciate you coming out. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Kat, thank you so much for doing uh, homework, too. Because most of this you didn't really know of when I talked to you on the phone. I knew one story, and yeah. that was it. Yeah, well, this, this was uh, like a couple weeks before Thanksgiving. And she's like, I'm going home for Thanksgiving. I want to see all my family. I'm going to get all the stories. And, and here we are. All you need to follow that example, <laughs> go ask your family for stories, <laughs> and then send those in. Yeah. You can send them into our Instagram or our website, the3ampodcast.com. Yep. And that's that. Do you have anything? No. Did I? Okay. No. Uh, to all of our <laughs> listeners, uh, trust your gut and watch your back. Bye, love you. Be safe. Be careful out there. Don't do stupid shit with spirits. Hey. <laughs> the soundest advice. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Wait, Adios. actually, real quick. Let's do a little. <laughs> <laughs> Adios, amigos. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, just so okay, because like we haven't had a three a.m. in a really long time. Mm-hmm. It's been like a month. So just know we're gonna have one soon. We have good stories coming. I just wanted to like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christmas was dope. Shout out my mom. She got us like a ton of presents for the three a.m. boys. Shout out uh, Sam. He got us a present too. And then everyone else who sent us stuff. Thank you so much. You're very sweet. Patrons will have a bonus episode and stories coming up soon. And anything else? DJ I'm, still being held to his promise that merch is coming in January. Yeah. Dude, Hawaii's <laughs> going to be uh, all our downtime. Just uh, scheming cool ideas. Scheming. Yeah, because yeah, uh, next week we're going to Hawaii. Hawaii. Taking everybody The Aina. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be good. But happy new year, everyone. Let's make 2022 our bitch. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of 3AM. If you want to support us, visit our Patreon where patrons have access to exclusive content. If you're not able to support us monetarily, don't worry. This episode is on us. You can still rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to us on. It really does go a long way. You can also follow us on social media. Our handle everywhere, including Patreon, is the 3AM pod. Finally, do you have any scary stories? If so, submit them to our website, the3ampodcast.com. We love any audio or visual aids that can help bring your stories to life. So file uploads are welcome with your written submissions. We're anxious and excited to hear from you. Something is creeping Don't follow it down. Let me introduce you to Barry Clue, an authorised financial advisor from New Zealand and a very special kind of stain on humanity. He was a very uh, knowledgeable young guy. He was a registered financial advisor. The type of guy that was bending over backwards to help you. Now you could be forgiven for thinking that Barry sounds like a great guy. And you'd be right. Well, right up until the point when you're wrong. It was all fictitious. You stole from my son who has a disability. Chris never knew. He died believing that we're all taken care of. A psychopath is somebody who lacks empathy, acts impulsively. I think there's a strong case that Barry might be all of those things, actually. To find out how Barry Clue stole over $15 million from 81 victims, subscribe to Clueless, the long con. That's Clueless, spelt K-L-O-O-G-H-L-E-S-S. Hi, this is Amy and Vanessa from She Goes by Jane, where we shine light on the stories of missing and unidentified women. On November 7th, we're sharing Nahida's story for the first time in a podcast. And this is a story that I thought I knew. But after reading police reports, it became more complicated than I thought. When investigators are called to Nahida Khatib's house, everything looks fine. Her purse is on the kitchen table, her cup of coffee is on the counter, and her two-year-old niece is in her playpen. The only thing amiss? Nahida is missing. Every week we feature a poem written in honor of the person we're talking about. This week we're joined by one of our favorite actresses. You might know her from Sister Act or King of the Hill or The Descendants. But if you're like us, you'll know her from Hocus Pocus. She's the much-beloved Kathy Najimy. Join us November 7th to hear Nahida's story.